Hello, and welcome to the first in our series of podcasts, specially created for Conditions for Community, a project commissioned by Northwest Leadership Academy and Northwest Employers and undertaken by CSALT Learning. My name is Susie Boyle, and I'm the NHS Sector Lead for CSALT Learning. I'm going to start by thinking about what community is. Community is about conversations, it's independent of both place and space. You can build a space, but unless it is an appealing place, you won't get community. As a colleague of mine is fond of saying, you can register a load of people on a system, but you haven't got a community. You've just got a load of people registered on a system. The social age is all about communities. Communities that are no longer defined by purely physical or geographical borders. Today our communities crisscross the world, our membership and conversations facilitated by social collaborative technology and shared through the amplification of ideas. Social leaders need to understand where these communities exist, how to engage in them, and how to utilise them to lead effectively. We start by looking at location. How many communities are visible? How many hidden? A community may be formal and internal, for example, a group of colleagues conversing on an intranet forum. Or it may be formal and external, such as a professional discussion on LinkedIn. Membership may be drawn entirely from an employed population, a combination of employed and contractors, or almost entirely external, beyond traditional organisational control or view. Different communities have different types of conversations, and as a rule, the further away they get from the formal space, the less under the influence of the organisation they are. It's not that the organisations can't engage in these conversations, it's just that they have to recognise the semi-formal nature of the environment. In the social age, the meaning and conversations are co-owned and co-created by communities, not owned and imposed by organisations. That's why we have to understand the ecosystem and engage in or phrase conversations accordingly. Communities serve different purposes. Social leaders need to understand the different purposes of different communities and adopt an appropriate stance and style as a result. Communities are used for sense-making, for creating meaning in social age terms, but they're not always about sharing ideas we already understand. They may be about enlightenment, bringing new knowledge and ideas to the members. Within a community, different people will be enlightened in different ways, and this diversity is its strength. Communities are used for support and challenge, which are flip sides of the same coin. When we bring ideas or problems to a community to resolve, we can expect both support and challenge. It's this very process that gives community sense-making such value. Communities can also be used to subvert existing wisdom. This subversive nature of communities is important for agile organisations or those tackling complex issues such as the devolution agenda, sustainability transformation partnerships or the five-year forward view. They rely on the subversive process to be creative, to be innovative. Existing processes give existing results and sometimes we have to break things to reiterate them in a better frame. But leaders engage in these subversive spaces carefully. The mantle of leadership counts for nothing in subversive spaces and may indeed be a hindrance. Communities can be powerful amplifiers and amplification is a core feature of the social age. Understanding how ideas and stories are amplified enables us to be heard more widely without shouting more loudly. It's about creating and sharing magnetic stories and sharing them wisely. Our communities give us the opportunity to help others to succeed through humility, kindness, a drive for equality and fairness, to facilitate, to empower and enable, to share, to create and grant permission, 
and to nurture and to support. In the old world, we governed with royal power. In the new world, we govern through consensus and permission, recognising that if that permission is not granted, it will be claimed. In the social age, knowledge itself has changed, away from when we held it in books and knowledge management systems, towards a time when it's co-created, dynamic, adaptive and evolutionary, held in wikis, in communities, and accessed, usually through technology, at the moment we need it. We can consider community according to two principles, shared purpose and shared values. Shared purpose can be imposed, while shared values must emerge from within the system itself. You cannot impose shared values, only create the conditions for them to emerge. Dependent on the coexistence or otherwise of these two factors, a community can be either coherent or incoherent. That is, if it has shared purpose and values, it is coherent. If it has been given shared purpose but lacks shared values, it may still function on one level, but be incoherent in culture, that is not bonded by trust and values. In some cases, an incoherent community may be enough. If, for example, we simply need task-based activities completed, which require little in the way of creative problem-solving. But if we want more from that from our communities, we must nurture them. So I hope you've enjoyed listening, and that you're starting to think about the different communities that you inhabit. If you've not yet come across our Facebook group, please just search Conditions for Community on Facebook and we're there, and you can visit our website, conditionsforcommunity.com. See you there.